0: Hey, Rainbow Up Village, Cicely Majeed here, CEO, National Director, and Pageant Coach for Angelic Rainbow Enterprises, and especially Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services, which is under the umbrella, in addition to Sandolphin's Heart and Home, and Think Higher Spirit Academy. And this is your interview tip for April 6, 2023. I did not get a chance to do this last Thursday. I had a very, very busy week, lots of stuff going on. So I um, wanted to make sure I got that in because it's a part of this month's theme, which is discipline. And um, so last week we were talking about um, just discipline in general um, with relationships. And it's very important to um I'm just going to reiterate what I was talking to the youth about. It's very important to make sure that you're disciplined with your relationships and that you are consistent with how you treat the people that you claim to love, um, the people that you spend your time with and that you um, want to um, get to know better. Um, You have to be disciplined and that means you you can't be wishy-washy and you have to be there for them and be willing to listen to them, be willing to cultivate a friendship, as a foundation of your relationships and um, hear them out. Don't be all about yourself. You know, don't be selfish. Um, Be open to what they have to offer. Let go of your hangups and your jealousies and your um, issues with, you know, differences because we want to merge with people who are different with us. Are different from us, and that means that we have to be open to what they have to offer, and that makes the um, relationship more um, rich and powerful and solid because you're interacting and interacting with somebody who's different from you. So you're learning from them, and it's always good to be open to learning from somebody else. We don't know everything; um, we're not all you know brilliant. You know, I don't have everything together and I don't know everything. So when I meet people who are different from me, I get excited. I want to hear about who they are and their lifestyle and their their um, life and um, where they come from. I want to hear their story. I love people's stories and I love getting to know people who are different from me, um, especially if they don't are not Christians. I love talking to non-Christians or atheists. Um, we might debate. Debate sometimes, but it's fun because I get an opportunity to see their point of view. Like, where, why do you not believe in God? What is what is it in your heart, in your spirit, or your life that makes you say God doesn't exist? I want to know. You know, talk about the Big Bang theory. Talk about you know the Bible and you know the, the History Channel. They always have these shows about um, you know things that they found from the Bible days. You know that we don't even we weren't there you know and they find it and they're like oh my god I know the ark was here the all ark was here and this is the Sea, and this is where Moses split it you know and they get all excited and you know you just go back and forth and you're just like well this is where I'm coming from and they're like well this is where I'm coming from and so it's pretty interesting to have those conversations so differences are great so you want to be disciplined in your relationships and um, make sure you're consistent with them so that people know you truly care about them and that you're not just you know here to use the person and um, try to get something from them because that doesn't work. We lose people in our lives if we do that to them. So today I want to talk about um, having a moral compass and how that brings out your inner beauty. It makes you a really beautiful person when you have a moral compass. So what does that mean? So dictionaries say it's a person's ability to judge what is right and wrong and act accordingly. And basically that means, you know, if I go through this door and there's like a bunch of cash sitting on the, on the bed, you know, and it's not mine, you know, maybe somebody left the door open, maybe they're drunk or dead in the in the tub or something, or maybe they're taking a walk and they accidentally left the door open. Who knows? You know, maybe their credit cards just sitting there and your moral compass is going to tell you, now my, should I pick that money up and run with it and take it? That's wrong, right? Because it's not yours, that's stealing. If you get caught, you go to jail. You get in trouble, or don't want to do the right thing, and I'm going to leave it there, or I'm going to call the person or leave a note somewhere. Maybe their car's outside, and say, "Hey, you know what? You left. You left your money. You left your door open, dude. <laughs> you know, I don't want to take it. I just wanted to let you know." That's having a moral compass. You know, you you have the ability to judge what is right and wrong, and you act accordingly, and you do it um, deliberately. It's not just you know. It's not just, you know, something um, it can be impulsive, but it's not totally impulsive. So you, you have to use your brain and think, Should I do this or should I not do this? So that's kind of what that means. So what um, is a compass. So we know what a compass is. It's basically just a guide. It guides you in a certain direction. And, um, when you have morals, then your guide is going to let you know, is it okay to pick up that cash and walk away with it? Or is it a bad idea to pick up that cash and walk away with it? So, um, let me give you a list of morals. We'll talk about that and then we'll talk about some, um, you know some things that we all do in our lives. So this list, um, uh, actually, let me tell you what what morals are. Another dictionary definition: um, it is a person's standards of behavior or beliefs concerning what is and is not acceptable for them to do. So we ourselves determine our morals. We might grow up in a home where you know your parents tell you this is not right and this is wrong and this is good and this is. You know, nice and do that and don't do that And then you think about it and you listen to it And you say, okay, you know, this is how my parents are raising me You know, raising me to have morals and stuff like that And to have a a guide, which is really your inner guide Letting you know, like your gut feeling Letting you know this is not the right thing to do Or this is a good thing to do And so when we um, become uh, about age 16 or 17 or so um, Actually, it starts at age 15 we start to go through a stage of autonomy, which is a developmental stage in adolescence. And when autonomy comes, you start to walk away from their parents. They wanna, you know, ex- explore. They wanna be with their friends all the time. You know, you can't find them. <laughs> um, they're at the mall and you're like, I told you to be here at 10, and it's 11 o'clock. And we're trying to enclose, mom. You know, they have that autonomy. So they're going their separate way and they're thinking about who they are and what they want to do in life and uh, separate from their parents. And so they continue on with this autonomy. And if they have a a solid, healthy, overall well-being and um, a, a good sense of self, then that autonomy stage is going to take them to a good place where they have a a solid, decent moral compass. And so that means they're able to determine right from wrong. They're not running amok, committing crimes and doing crazy stuff, you know, and making stupid decisions. Um, They actually know right from wrong and their beliefs within them tells them this is wrong, this is right, this is what I need to do, this is what I don't need to do. So that's the moral. So let's, let's talk about a list of morals. So respect. So when it comes to respect, of course, we want to respect ourselves, our bodies, how we um, treat ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, um, what we put in our mouths, how we eat, what we watch. Um, We want to respect ourselves. And when we respect ourselves, other people will respect us. So then we respect other people as well. That's a moral. You have respect for what other people do, what they say. If they say no back off, leave them alone. Um, Don't force people. That's having respect for people's rights to say no and people's rights to whatever it is that they want or don't want. So we respect them. Then there's responsibility. So we are responsible. When you get a dog, that is like a really great opportunity for a kid to be responsible. If you have kids and you buy them a dog, you tell them, hey, you go see the dog at this hour and this hour, you go take the dog for a walk. They learn responsibility or a turtle or a hamster or something. It's a perfect thing to do to teach a child responsibility because they're caring for something that is alive, that needs to eat. It needs love. It needs nurturing. And it needs food. So when you teach Kids' responsibility, they grow up and they learn to be responsible. So if they have kids and they're like, Man, I had a dog, I had a cat, you know, I had a rabbit, whatever, I took care of it. I can take care of this kid. So that's a great way for them to teach responsibility. So that's another moral. We want to be responsible for paying our bills on time, you know, we want to be responsible for taking care of our home, going to work on time, and doing our job and not messing around. Um, and just being responsible for ourselves, making sure that we are in a good place. Place in life with ourselves. Um, And then next is generosity. So you want to be a generous person. You want to give to other people. If you're a Christian, you know that the Bible says, um, I think it's even the book of Micah, about um, giving your tithes. You pay 10% of your tithes, and that's basically, let's say you get $2,000 a week. 10% of that is $200. So you pay your tithes to the church every time you get paid. Um, and you know, if you can't do 10%, work your way up there and save some money and you're, you're, Pain into like your blessings, you know. God blesses people when they give to the house of God. So um, when you're generous like that, or if you give an offering just out of the blue, I just want to give a hundred dollars to help the church, or I want to go give a ch- gift to charity, um, feed the poor or something. I want to, you know, buy this. My neighbor has no car and she's got three kids and they're hopping buses. I want to buy her a car. You know, just something generous like that. That's generosity of spirit. Giving cards simple things, you know, it can be really small stuff. I went to, you know, the mall with my girlfriend and I bought some earrings and I bought her some earrings too, you know, generosity of spirit. So that's a moral. So honesty also is another one. You want to be We want to be as honest as we possibly can. So you don't want to go around lying about everything, making up stories and pretending this and pretending that. Um, Be as honest as you can, because if you do, people will trust you. They'll want to be around you. They'll, they'll, you know, look at you and be like, that guy or that girl she's pretty solid. You know, solid. I want to hang around him. He's an honest person, an honest man. Um, she's an honest female and I want to be around that person because I trust them so if you're the more honest you are the more you will attract people to you and they'll want to you know be near you and they won't be like you know second guessing I am not want to hang out with you You like to steal. <laughs> you know you go in that store and take something I can get in trouble too I have a short story with, um, a family friend from back in the day um His brother uh, was in the car with some guys, and I'm not going to mention any names, so don't worry if you're listening to this. Um, He was in the backseat of the car with some guys, and they went in, um, I think it was a liquor store, and they stole, um, at gunpoint, I believe, they stole some stuff, and they got caught. So long story short, the police come. He didn't get out of the car. He was in the backseat of the car, probably didn't know what was going on, and he went to jail for that. Um, I believe actually he went to prison for for that, whatever it was that they stole. I don't even remember it was so long ago, but um, the power of association. So because they were dishonest and, he was hanging around them. He got in trouble. So he spent time behind bars hanging around the wrong people. So your power of association, if you hang out with honest people, you're more likely to be an honest person yourself. And if you are an honest person, you're hanging out with dishonest people. Well, let them go. <laughs> so you don't get associated with the things that they do. So that's a moral. Another one, compassion and empathy. So compassion is just, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that you, you're going through this. I hope things work out for you. You know, put your hand on there, over their hand. Like, I really hope it works out for you. I want to help you out. I'm going to pray for you or I'm going to walk with you. Let's talk about this. That's compassion. And then empathy is actually different from compassion. So empathy is basically about, I empathize with you. I am putting myself in your shoes because you know what? I've been through that too. I understand. I actually understand what you're going through. So let's say one of your besties says her dad died and you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. My dad died like six years ago. I know what you're feeling. That's empathy because you've been there. You know what they're going through. Um, so you can empathize with them. So that's the difference between empathy and compassion. And those are morals. Another one is hard work. So we get a job. You know. You're excited. You got your, you know, you're you're 16 and you got your work permit, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go get a job. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Carl's Jr. or I'm gonna go to that restaurant. Um, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna have some money. Yay! You know, you get a paycheck, and that's great. You know, when you're young and you feel really good about working and you want to do the right thing and you really want to um, show that you're responsible. So you get a job, you know, you go to an interview, you get your job and you have to do hard work. You know, don't laze around like, how want to take it? A- Dang on trash out, forget it. I hate this job. Take the trash out, you know. I remember when I used to work in offices before I started my business, way back when I my first job was at TJ Maxx, but after that I started working in offices. And when I was working in offices I worked for like a temp agency at some sometimes and when you start out working in office work you are a receptionist or you're working in the mail room. <laughs> so I did both of them. I would answer phones all the time. I'd be in the mail room standing on my feet going through mail, sorting it and boring stuff. I hated it, but I did the work. I did the hard work so that I could, you know, get the paycheck and then I could feel good about, you know, having a job and being responsible. So hard work pays off in the end. It's important that you want to put your all into it, whatever job you have, whatever you're doing, don't be lazy. Have the moral that it's, it's hard work and you need to do the hard work so that you feel good about yourself later. Your boss sees what you're doing and then they say, hey, we want to give you a promotion, you know, so you have to go through those steps. And I've been through those steps and that kind of I built up all the way to management positions and um, now I have my own business. So, you know, you have to have that that mentality that the hard work is important and just put your all into it, even if you don't like it. Um, Another one is kindness. So we want to be kind to other people. We don't want to be a nasty person. And, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. You don't mean anything to me. I don't know you. I don't talk to you. So you're nothing to me. You don't want that mentality. That's not having a moral compass. That's you know just somebody who's just a nasty person who doesn't like himself probably or herself. Um, So be kind to others. If you see an old lady um, who needs help through the door or out of her from her car, trying to get groceries out, go help her. You know, um, if you see somebody's dog running and they got off the leash. Help the person. Be kind to help them. You know, if somebody is in line and they are short on money and they have um, this is part of generosity as well. You know, you you've got some extra money and the person owes like two dollars and they don't have it pay the two dollars for them be kind and you know have a a heart of kindness so that's a moral um gratitude so we want to be grateful and thankful to um the the things that happen for us the blessings that we have every day just waking up in the morning is enough to be grateful um hopefully you're not a suicidal person so if you're not then you're grateful for life you wake up and you feel good you know you get out of bed you're not depressed and you're ready for the day. You want to go out in the sun and see what's going on in the world. That's kind of how I, I like to see things. Now I've been through bouts of depression before, so I know what it's like. I, I mean, I'm not saying I've been a happy-go-lucky person for all my life. I haven't. I've been through depression. I know what that is like, and it's a, it's a very, very sad place to be. But when you, um, are grateful for the things that you have. You're less likely to be, one, jealous of other people who have stuff that you don't have yet. You're less likely to want to steal from other people. You're less likely to be sad that you don't have something. So you make a list of the things that you do have. You know, I have family who cares about me and loves me. I have friends who want to hang out with me. I have my dog who loves to see me every day. I have, you know, this great job, this great career. Um, I'm going to college. I, you know, just got accepted into this college and, um, you know, I just met this really great guy and I'm dating him or I met this girl and she's really sweet and I love being with her. Be grateful for these things because they're blessings, and those blessings are going to keep you moving forward. So, you have to see it that way. Even the little things. I'm grateful for my home. You know, I've been a hotel hopper for quite some time and other so many different reasons why. Um, and finally found a place. Now, you know, there's some issues with the gate, <laughs> you know, but I'm grateful that I have the house. I'm grateful that I found the house. Um, even though it's a little, you know, challenging moving in. But I'm grateful. It's a blessing that I found that house um, because that brings me stability. I feel stable um, when I'm settled in the home. And um, so I'm grateful for that. And I have to remember that even if something happens and I'm like, oh, oh, when is this going to end? You know, you're just grateful that you have that roof over your head because there are people who are sleeping in the street right now. Um, People on the corner sleeping on on benches, people in grass sleeping on... I've walked by people who just like lay on the street and I'm like, whoa, how do you do that? They just lay there, you know, and they go to sleep and they're probably exhausted from walking and walking and walking and walking. They have nowhere to go. They have no no home, you know? So I'm grateful that I have that and I'm grateful for um, people who bless me and that are kind to me, grateful for, you know, Um, being able to get around where I need to go, um, however that may be, grateful for um, having a God that loves me. That's huge, you know, because if I didn't have God that loves me, I might not know what to do in the world. I might be feeling lost. So you have to have gratitude. That's a moral. Another one is sharing. So when you have something and you, um, are interacting with somebody, share, share your wealth, share the things that you have, you know, if somebody needs something and they ask for help, go ahead and help them and share something with them. If you're baking a cake, call your neighbor over and give them a slice of cake and share some cake with them and chat over something. Um, if you have, um, something that somebody needs and you, maybe they, don't ask for it. Maybe they're afraid to say, Hey, I need, I need, you know, can you let me have a piece of that, you know, <laughs> or can you, can I borrow that or something like that? Share it with them. Um, and just say, yes, just out of the kindness of your heart. Um, I remember when I first moved to, um, Long Beach, when I first moved in, I didn't have everything that I needed. And that's sometimes that's the case. Um, but I had this really cute apartment and I love my apartment and, I did not have, I was cooking and I didn't realize I had no oil, you know, I didn't have any oil and I usually like to use olive oil when I cook, but um, I didn't have anything and so I went downstairs and i asked my neighbor and he was kind enough to share his oil with me and i had a little container and he gave it to me and i was like oh thank you you know so i was happy that he was kind enough to share that with me so be a share, be a person that shares things that's a moral and then and lastly one is cooperation so we want to cooperate with people that we are in relationship with however that may be your co-workers, your boss, your family member, your friends, your significant other, cooperation is very important as far as collaborating with people and getting along with people. So you don't want to be the one who argues all the time, like, eh, I don't like it that way. You know, I remember when I used to go to... Um, uh, University of Phoenix. I didn't actually get my degree there, but I went there for a while just to get some, some, um, education and they specialize in doing presentations. So when you go to class, you get in a group, they teach you about norms and all of that and, um, group norms and how to get along with people and talk to your group members. And then you all have this project and you plan the project together and then you all go up either together or separately, and you do your part of the presentation. And so I remember that in order to get that group presentation going right, we all had to cooperate. We had to answer the phone when somebody called, we had to show up at meetings when some, when it was time to meet. We all had to do our part as far as being in that group. Um, we had to make sure that we were ready for the presentation and we weren't running in late, you know, during class. I'm like, where is, Cicely? Where is she? <laughs> you know, you had to make sure you were there. So, um, cooperation with other people, even if you don't want to do it, you want to cooperate so that they feel like you care about them and that, um, you are um, a decent person and you respect other people's time and what they have to offer because you want to learn from them as well you don't know everything they don't know everything so just cooperate with the group so that's a moral so um, another thing I want to talk about um, so when we think about morals um, we want to think about um, is this morally right so as I was talking about the cash open or the credit card sitting out Um, some things that we think about that our parents teach us are like, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So that's pretty much the golden rule. That is the golden rule for pretty much living. (laughs) Um, and that's basic. You know, if you want somebody to be kind to you, be kind to them. If you want somebody to be a giving person to you, be a giving person to other people or to them. Um, if you want somebody to respect you, respect them. If you want somebody to talk to you, talk to them. Um, If you want somebody to um, give you love, give love first. If you want somebody to hang out with you, invite them to hang out with them. So let's just do unto others as we would have them do unto us. Apologizing is another moral we need to think about. When you do wrong to somebody or you make a mistake, and we all make mistakes, you want to apologize as soon as possible. Don't wait a year or 10 years later and apologize because they may not want anything to do with you. Um, It's really hard to forgive people who seem like they don't care. So um, apologize to people, whether and however that may be, even if you can't even say the words, I'm sorry, find a way, pick some flowers and put it on their car, send them flowers, send them a card, um, say something nice to them, uh, buy them dinner, loan them some money, um, give them something out of the kindness of your heart, buy them jewelry or something, take them somewhere nice, just so they know that you're sorry for what you did. Um, very, very important. It's a huge moral and something that is a really huge breakdown with adults. Um, uh, adults have a hard time apologizing because they get stuck in their ways and, um, uh, they become very, very insecure and then they say, man, I made a mistake. I don't want nobody to know. I'm not going to say anything. So they don't say anything, and it's pretty sad. But when we are adults and we have kids, and we tell them, "Hey, you hit Sherry on the head. Go apologize to her." And then you, somebody calls you and says, "Well, you, you you stole my place in line. You know, with that, and you got the, the the prize or something like that." And then you say you hang up the phone. You don't want to apologize. You're a hypocrite, right? So adults need to really check themselves. Um, you probably are going to laugh at this one because I'm pretty sure you see your parents do not not wanting to apologize. Um, it's really hard for adults to do that. And it's very crazy because you're a youth, you're young, and you're learning the way of life. You're learning how to be respectful to people and their, um, their possessions and whatever it is that they have or whatever you do with them. And so, you know, the right thing to do is say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have did this. I made a mistake. Please forgive me. And then you talk about it or you don't talk about it, whatever you choose to do. And then you watch your parents go through it and you're like, well, gee, my parent didn't apologize. So I don't want to apologize. And so they see that and they don't listen to you. They do what they see. So we have to be careful if we are an adult (laughs) and we don't know how to apologize to people or we don't want to check yourself because you can't really call yourself an adult, a mature adult, if you have a problem apologizing. Where are your morals? Another one is have manners. Let's respect ourselves when we are at parties, when we are at dinner with people, you know, you're not blowing your nose or picking your nose at the table or putting makeup on, you know, in front of your date. I mean, that's like really a pet peeve of most men, I think. Um, Or you're not or you don't wash your hands after you use the bathroom, um, you don't say please and thank you, your waiter comes to your table and you just like ignore the heck out of them. Um, you don't leave tips or anything like that. Have manners when you go out and hang out with people and when you have people you know, see you and when you do it in private, then you're more likely to do it out in public. Another one, have a backbone. So um, this is very important when it comes to standing up for your rights, standing up for what you believe. So if you're going to go out there and preach to people about, hey, this is how I feel, this is what I believe, and this is what should be, you know, in the world, and then if something happens and you shy away from it and you don't do anything about it, nobody's going to believe you, right? You're going to be like the, the, the boy who cried wolf. So if you have a backbone and you stand up for yourself and you are able to get in people's faces and you're able to say, leave me alone. You know, don't do that to me. I'm not going to take that from you. Back off. You know, that's like my favorite two words when people mess with me. You better back off. <laughs> I'm putting up my dukes, you know. Um, I don't like to fight <laughs> physically, but, you know. You got to have a backbone. You don't let people run all over you. So that's actually a moral, you know, you want to be able to have your compass guide you to um, stand up for yourself and stand up for your rights and beliefs. Um, another one is help the help the less fortunate than you and I already talked about that are those in need. Um, another one, practice ethical behavior. Now, when it comes to ethic, that's pretty much society's system of rules. So, you know, don't go stealing people's cars Um, don't be walking, don't walk into a a club or a restaurant and just walk in there any kind of way and disrespect people. Um, don't, uh, walk into a, um, you know, a bank or something and, uh, just get in the line or a grocery store and get in front of people and be disrespectful to them. There are certain societal, rules and all the systems that we have in in society. And we need to follow those. We need to have ethics. And that means our behavior needs to be checked. So don't just walk in somewhere and say, hey, this is who I am. I can do whatever the heck I want. That's not ethical behavior. That's I'm full of myself and you need to listen to me. So you want to practice that ethical behavior because that shows that you have morals. And then lastly, have integrity. So if you're going around and you're just doing whatever the heck you want to do flying by the seat of your pants you have no structure whatsoever you're not disciplined at all um which is our theme again for this month then you are going to have some issues and you're going to have issues with yourself you're going to have issues with people and that means that you need to check yourself again be and have a person with integrity so that you can feel good about um who you are and um you want people, people will feel good about who you are and um, you'll be a positive person. You'll have a higher level of self-esteem. You'll feel more confident. Um, You'll want to um, be open to people. You're less likely to shy away from conversations and you know yourself. So have integrity wherever you go. That's that's with the money on the bed. You know, I saw somebody drop their wallet and they're walking away. I'm not going to run in the other direction with their wallet. I'm going to go run up to them and say, hey, ma'am, sir, you dropped your wallet. That's having integrity. So you don't take what does not belong to you and then if you do And you need to give it back Give it back, don't hold on to it Um, Have respect for people and their Personal belongings Um, So that's all I have for you today And then um, lastly I want to close With um, Matthew 7, 15 through 17 Now this is not a sermon or anything But this is a great verse for what I'm Talking about and it basically says Watch out for false prophets They come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly They are ferocious wolves By their fruit you will recognize them So this is a great way to remember the people that you hang around with since we were talking about relationships and a great way to um, discipline yourself as far as your associations and being you know watchful of who you hang out with because people will come to you in sheep's clothing and that basically means that they're inside they're dirty you know they got uh, malicious thoughts um, malicious intent they're there to harm and they may pretend to be somebody else so they look like a sheep but inside, they're ferocious wolves, and they'll pounce when they have the opportunity. So by their fruit, you will recognize them. So if that basically means, if you're hanging out with somebody who's been talking and talking and talking and saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I got this, and I have this, and I can go here, and I can get this, and they don't follow through, they don't show up, and they don't really have all that, and they don't you know, actually um, are able to produce it like they say they are then you might want to be careful because by their fruit, you will recognize them. People will always, if you go by a tree and you see a tree uh, full of oranges and next to it, there's another tree full of oranges and you see the first tree, the oranges are full and they're just, they look juicy, they're ready to pick and you want to eat those oranges. And the other tree has fruit that's rotten. Which tree are you going to pick from? The fruit that's got the blossoming oranges, right? Because if you eat the rotten fruit, then you're eating rotten fruit and that's not going to do anything good for you. So you're going to like that tree. So by that, the fruit of that tree, you're going to recognize that that is a true tree, that it has good roots and it has good fruit on it. Stay away from the other tree. So that's all I wanted to say for um, the inner beauty tip for April the 6th. This was last Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. This will make you beautiful from the inside out when you have morals and you have a moral compass. So remember that, practice that, figure out what your morals are and stick to them, stick to your guns. Don't let anybody pull you away from that. And if you are a person who grew up wayward and you have a crazy family um, that did not teach you the right way, or you're growing up that way right now, um, and you want to be a different person, my advice to you is read the book of Proverbs. That is a great um, book for mostly youth, um, teaches you wisdom, but anybody can read it. And that is a great step for you when it comes to Christianity, to learn morals and how to be respectful for yourself, respectful to other people and to serve God and do the right thing. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Toodles.